Will Popo and Nana warm our hearts for this classic Nintendo game, or will we be frozen blocks of ice in this review episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio? Cheerful Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery. Hey everybody, in this episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio, we're going to be talking about uh, a video game on the NES called Ice Climber. And this is starting off our new Season 2 series where we're going to be reviewing games on the classic system so we're going to be reviewing games on the nes classic to start we might jump around to reviewing games on the snes classic but for now we're going to stick to nes classic games and uh, ice climber is the first game that we're going to be talking about um we're also going to be um rolling this into something that we did in cheerful ghost past which was the cheerful ghost games club so uh we didn't do it for this one but for the next Uh, review episode we're going to do we're going to let everyone know in advance what game we're going to be reviewing and then we're going to open up a games club about it so we can all play it together talk about it and then at the end uh we'll be recording our review of it so it'll kind of end with that so um we'll be talking about other people's thoughts about it if you had thoughts about the game you know maybe we'll incorporate that into the review and i think that should be really fun just so we're all sort of playing games together so if you've got an nes classic you're ready to play the games with us in the club. So I think that should be really great. So um, let's start out um, our review of Ice Climber uh, with a little bit of an intro. So Ice Climber was released January 30th, 1985 by Nintendo R&D1. Nintendo R&D1 made other games such as Donkey Kong, Dr. Mario, Excitebike, Mario Bros, Metroid, Kid Icarus, and Tetris, amongst a ton of other games. They were a very busy team. So in Ice Climber, the characters Popo and Nana head up 32 different ice mountains to get an eggplant from a huge thieving bird vulture thing. Something, maybe dinosaur, can't really tell. Looks like a pterodactyl to me, but anyways. In the States, Ice Climber was a standalone cart release, but in some places in Europe, it was bundled with the original NES, making it for a pretty popular game over there. It's seen a bunch of releases since its original NES launch in an arcade version, Game Boy Advance port, as well as Virtual Console, and most recently in the NES Classic, where I played it. Ice Climber is one of those games that launched in the U.S. with the original Nintendo, but isn't as well-known as Mario or a Zelda game. Nintendo likes bringing back these lesser-known characters as Nana and Popo have shown up in Smash Bros., Kirby games, WarioWare games, and Tetris DS. If you have the ability to play it, give it a shot, because Ice Climber is a fun multiplayer platformer that reminds you of why Nintendo is the best at creating simple, charming, and fun platforming games, where instead of going right the whole time, you smash blocks, go up, smash more blocks, and go up some more. But um, my podcast host might not exactly feel the same way about it being simple charm or fun, simple charming or fun, but um, we'll get a little bit into that in just a minute. All right, everyone, we're going to start with our thoughts on Ice Climber. Travis, what did you think of everyone's favorite platforming game where you go up, smash blocks, go up, smash blocks, go up, smash blocks, Travis? 
I thought that it was it it had a certain charm and it's it's great to see kind of the history of like what this was one of the original yeah. NES launch yeah. games, you know? Yeah, it's it's important historically like that. And you can see how far Nintendo came even in a single year because, man, this game's controls are not good. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it, how so? It's just like uh, uh, you don't always go where you expect. And sometimes it seems like your momentum affects the jumps and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, you right. bounce off. I was walls. playing this game with a friend in multiplayer, and he described it as like pixel perfect. I would describe it as extremely particular and sort of tight. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it, it's interesting that Super Mario Brothers was released the same year later on in the year, and it's got these amazing tight controls that you know that kind of platforming physics seems like it's been question do you mean super mario brothers or super mario bros like the arcade platformer well the arcade was mario brothers and then the nes version like with the eight worlds and bowser was super mario brothers so yeah i mean i mean that one but i mean really the the mechanics for jumping around and stuff felt basically the same in that one too but this one man i don't i don't know it's it's weird um you you finally get the hang of it and you kind of get a rhythm going but then you get pitted against some really fast clouds and you can't get past two of the floors, but yeah, it, it's, um, overall it's a, yeah, it's got some great charm and it's a nice history lesson, but very frustrating. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely one of those Nintendo hard games. I, I, so I, I kind of agree with you in the platforming. It's very particular. Um, you, 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 you jump upwards and then you hit right and you don't go over very much. Like in, in super Mario brothers, you could actually jump up and then you could hit over and left, you know, right or left. And you could actually go pretty far in this game. You only go over like a couple pixels. So you got to be really right on if you, if you just come at it from a standing jump. So a lot like super, a lot like Mario bros, um, you got to come at things like with a running jump. And I've actually thought that, um, Ice Climber was very similar to Mario Bros in that it's very particular in um, its platforming. And it seemed very honestly really similar in that uh, as well. So um, I also think for me, like one of the things that is really kind of charming about Ice Climber is the music. It's very early NES in that it's kind of got some nice blips and boops in there, but it doesn't really take advantage of the music chip. Um, in the NES, you can see like in later games, you know, the music is playing pretty heavily in the background. In this game, it's it's really not much more than just kind of, you know, interacting with kind of like it's more of a sound effect than it is actual music. But and, it, and it's interesting because since this is the Nintendo R&D one game, the sound effects are very similar again to Mario Super Mario Brothers. And in like, you know, you're jumping up and the mallet bops and they seem, you know, really similar to other NES game sounds and stuff like that so um tim what do you think of uh ice climber oh man um (laughs) (laughs) you loved it he loved it he loved it yeah so this is a this is a game that i never played when it originally came out even though i i got you know a nintendo pretty early after its release i didn't even know it existed until the characters showed up in smash brothers so i have like no nostalgia no you know retro connection to this game uh, and it does not hold up well. Um, I got pretty pretty frustrated with it, especially with the controls and stuff. Um, you mentioned that you thought the controls felt tight. Um, if by that you mean 
tight, like as in a jar lid that's too tight, you can't open it, so it slips out of your hand and shatters <laughs> on the floor, then yeah, the, that's um, that's how I would describe the the jumping here. Um, I I'd say it's extremely unforgiving. It's extremely unforgiving. Like very you much. Learn Absolutely. how to control it. If you don't know exactly how to control it, you're dead. Right. Yep. That's yeah, what I mean well, by I, tight. I mean like I, really unforgiving tight. You know. Yeah. When I hear tight this controls, is a game I, about yeah. you know. Yeah, you might think Meat a, Boy or something. No, I don't mean that. I mean like this game is real particular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for a game whose sole purpose is to basically move up, I feel like that was the weakest part of the game was trying to jump, you know, especially trying to jump straight up. I swear it doesn't matter if I'm holding left or right. If I try and jump straight up, if there's any blocks anywhere near me, you'll like bounce off of them. So it's impossible to like, just go straight up. (laughs) You have to take her. It's like, you have to, you have to have momentum and jump to get a lot more arc it's again it's like mario bros is the same way like you can't do a standing jump it just doesn't work very well you have to take a running jump which is exactly what super mario brothers taught us you could do and i think it's interesting because if you come from if you start with super mario brothers which all of us did and then you go to ice clamor or mario bros it's like you're going it's like you're coming back in the wrong direction it's like nintendo i don't know you know Right. I think if you started with Ice Climber or Mario Bros, going to Super Mario Brothers would have felt easier. But going the other direction, I don't know if it's if it feels good because you're sort of like trained in almost all platformers after Super Mario Brothers that you can from a standing jump, you can go pretty good arc. You know what I mean? In this game, you mm-hmm. cannot. You cannot. Well, for me, even without yeah, no. the arcs and all that and the momentum, the problem that I had with it, the m- biggest problem I had with it was that if you're standing next to any sort of a straight structure, you bounce off of it. Like, yeah, it, that's a big problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Any other thoughts, Tim? Um, <laughs> so I, maybe so one thing is I, I didn't get to play this co-op. Um, I didn't have anybody around who was willing or able to play it with me. And maybe that would have made a big difference because it seems like it would have been better, you know, with somebody else where you're working in tandem to try and get up. Um, but as a solo game, I was more frustrated with it than I was having fun. Um, it's not something I'm probably going to return back to after our review here. Right. So I played it with a friend and I would say that it's a lot like new Super Mario Brothers four player on the Wii, which is to say that it can be fun if you know what you're doing and or it could destroy your friendship. So you guys know how in new Super (laughs) Mario Brothers on the Wii, right? You can have four people on there at the same time. And if someone's terrible, you can kill them on accident. Well, that's kind of what happened when I was playing Ice Climber with my friend, because when you go up, the and you notice an ice climber when you go up the the things below you become the new pit right so mm-hmm. the 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 black becomes the pit so he jumped and i hadn't quite gotten up and then the and i died because i was standing on a platform didn't quite move my way up yet so you can kill someone if you go up too fast and they're at the bottom <laughs> so it could destroy your friendship although i thought it was really funny but actually what ended up happening is i died really quick and he just kept platforming up i think it was easier 
I think it's probably easier as a single player game, but it's really fun as a as a two player game if you kind of like want that frustrating, like hilarious kind of thing. But if you're really good, I could see it being fun. But I don't think that playing it with someone would make it easier. I guess I don't think so. It would just it's just a new way to play it. So, yeah. Um, so I think that Ice Climber, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. I mean, it's a very particular kind of platforming game, but, uh, I think I did like it more than you. Um, so yeah, I think that I would say that the game doesn't feel too hard, but Travis, you're right. I think what really becomes hard is making sure that you can get on the clouds and that's where Nintendo kind of ramps up the difficulty which is making it really hard to get on the clouds. And this is a game where since you have to be so particular about jumping from cloud to cloud, you know, the clouds become the thing and the clouds move around that it's a lot like some games like, like Castlevania two or whatever, where you could jump through a platform on accident. You know what I mean? Which is really frustrating. So I think that that's one area where they could have maybe trimmed it up a little bit where you don't accidentally jump through a cloud when you could technically be able to jump on top of it. Um, One nice thing about Ice Climber, though, is that it doesn't come with it. You don't have to beat the clock. And in a lot of these early Nintendo games, it'd have a countdown clock and you'd, you'd have to beat the clock. So at least you can take your time. So I would say that's at least in the game's favor. Um, I did have one complaint, though, um, like this, you know. So um, in each level, we have a pterodactyl bird slash whatever stealing an eggplant, taking it up. It's the same bad guy each level. What sort of makes me pretty angry as a Nintendo fan is that the ter- pterodactyl bird has no backstory. So they build up this dinosaur thing in every <laughs> level as this huge bad guy with powers over vegetables. And you're like, where'd the bird come from? How'd it get its power? But Nintendo doesn't answer it. And is it if it doesn't really matter? They don't even talk about it. I, I really think Nintendo needs to do Ice Climber 2 where we get a full backstory here. And really, that can be all the game is just an opening crawl with pterodactyl backstory. And at least so Nintendo can show it cares about its fans, which it clearly doesn't. So um, that was like one of my biggest gripes about uh, Ice Climber was just like they build up this huge bad guy. And you're like, you don't know who he is. No backstory. So it's kind of pissed about that. But beyond that, I think it's actually a pretty good game. So any uh, any other So a little known fact, but uh, the plot for Ice Climbers was actually written by Rian Johnson. (laughs) <laughs> really well, that's probably why yeah it's probably yeah, it's, why you so got funny. no backstory yeah. for the <laughs> i kid i kid <laughs> yeah that's awesome all right any other final thoughts about nintendo's ice climber no i think we covered it all so. right <laughs> well then we'll uh we'll leave it at that Okay, so one thing that we're going to be doing at the end of all of our um, new reviews, uh, new review episodes, is that we're going to be um, rating the game on the ghost scale. So I'll talk a little bit about what the ghost scale is. It could change moving forward, but right now, the ghost scale um, is a scale of four levels. It starts at at uh, level the, the, the lowest level, uh, which is skip it. Um, the level up from that is meh. From there, it goes to rad. And then the best Ghost scale is must play. So it goes, it's kind of like a four level thing from skip it meh to rad to must play. Travis, what's Ice Climber on the ghost scale for you? I give it a solid meh. 
I mean, it's, it's not broken or anything. It's perfectly functional. It's got some charm and you definitely should play it for the history. If you're into video game history at all, you got to experience it for that. Tim. The only reason I'm not going to give it a skip it is because let's let's be honest here. The, the only people that are going to be interested in this game are the ones who either already have it, have played it, or buying a Nintendo Classic, in which case it's on there, and you might as well at least try it once. So I'm going to give it a meh. Wow. So a lot of ice for Ice Climber from you guys. <laughs> a lot of chill. A lot of, a lot of... Okay, I'm not really surprised based on your review of the game, frankly, but... Uh, I'm going to give Ice Climber a rad, and this is why I'm going to give it a rad. But, but this this might be, like, why I give every game on the Nintendo Classic a rad. Well, I don't think I'm going to give them all rads, but, like, maybe it's between rad and meh. I give it I give it that somewhere between meh or rad, but probably erring on the rad, because it's, it's Nintendo R&D, and it's one of the first games that came out. And I think clearly Nintendo needed a pretty good title like a pretty good selection of launch games right nice climber was one of those games and i would say that it's if you really like platformers you've got an nes classic you want to play a game you should play this like you've got it it's there you should give it a shot um and it's kind of uh kind of like one of those legacy nintendo games that kind of lives on now again it's not you know uh, you know your all reviews were you know pretty accurate on the game i don't think that it's you know huge like held up as like this beacon of you know, an amazing game, but it still lives on now. I mean, you know, Popo and Nana are still in, you know, like, you know, you know, and then we were talking about uh, Ice Climber and Tim shared this picture of these two guys cosplaying as Popo and Nana, which is totally um, amazing slash um, totally gross. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 one of those fun Nintendo games that just kind of, you know, brings you back. And it's fun. It's fun because it's like it's a game I never played. You know, and so I kind of like coming back and playing those original, you know, NES games for just, you know, sort of reliving that. So, yeah, somewhere between rad or meh. But guys, I, I, I don't disagree with with exactly anything you were saying entirely. So, yeah. Ice Climber. Cheerful Ghost Radio is brought to you by CheerfulGhost.com, and our theme music is by Creo. Make sure you head over to Cheerful Ghost to let us know what you think of the show, and thanks for listening. <laughs>